You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. What's up, everybody? It is uh, it is time. It is Ask Broman episode 27. Uh, we do not have a guest today, but we are enjoying the morning Tuesday, January 2nd. It's a good day. It's a good new year, and I hope you're all having a wonderful time. Uh, we got a lot of stuff planned for the year. I'm excited about it. Uh, excited to spend it with you on the podcast, on stream, on Instagram, on Twitter, wherever you're at. Uh, I hope that you are well. And we're just going to get right into it today. We ain't got a lot of talking. We just got a lot of answering to do. So let's grab this guy whose name is Puntacular. This is Van Dammit. Hello, Van Dammit. How are you? Hello. Hi, oh what's God. up? Oh, I am doing great. How are you? I'm I'm okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. So, hello, chat. Hi. Um, ignore them. All right. All right. I, I will ignore them then. So, bro, man. Um, I am like, I'm going to college for graphic design. Sure. And uh, my burning question is, if someone... Um, comes to you uh like say twas i'm sure he had to do this like what do you look for in a des- in a designer like me what yes like what are some things are you trying to s- oust my current designer or are oh, you just no, looking no, 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 for no, no, market no, 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 research no, no. i just want to make sure i give you the answer that you're looking for yeah, yeah no 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 twas does great work i could never reverse <laughs> but i mean hey if, uh, if that's what you want i'm not gonna no 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 no, no. um i just i want to know like maybe what streamers look for that's mainly what i'm looking for sure um so i think that i think that one of the best things that you can do as a graphic designer is learn how to specialize okay uh which means truly understanding everything that's necessary inside of a specific space so for twitch you'd need to know how to do overlay graphics and design okay emotes uh below panel descriptions and probably YouTube thumbnails. Like you would need to be very good at those three things or four okay. things. Um, that's generally what people looking are looking for if you're trying to be a one-stop shop. Okay. Um, <sighs> More specific than that would involve you having intimate knowledge of that streamer how they operate things the way they run their stream the things that they like the things that they don't like the games that they usually stream etc like there's just you know if you want to get specific that that just if you want to get specific it means you need to do your research yeah of course yeah all right um what about merch like um what would you say doing merch for people like merch Merch is another dimension of stuff absolutely um okay (laughs) my here's my gut feeling on merch and i'm i'm giving you this based off of uh the statistics on things i've sold in the past merch is just not really hot right now okay um there was a huge surge in interest for merch let's say like two years ago uh when everyone was growing now like yeah there's a there's a demand for it uh for larger broadcasters in particular um and then maybe some growing broadcasters as well but you know merch does not 
at least on the Twitch space, based off the folks that I have contact with, it has okay. sort of been descending in in I guess popularity. So yeah, mm-hmm. like I mean, that's a skill set that's that's great for you to have. But there are so many companies already occupying that space, like designed by humans, Teespring, uh, that you would really if you want to take over merchandise for someone, including printing and distributing, you'd really have to come in with a strong offer. Uh, but that's me assuming where you're coming from. So what, when you asked about merch, you kind of made it sound like that's what you do. Um, well, part of my education is not only just graphic design. Uh, part of my education is print industry. Okay. See, I I knew it. I fucking knew it. (laughs) I, so I can operate, uh, big printing presses and, um, like uh, there's big offset and digital presses. So not, I could probably in my town, I could probably have a network of like t-shirt printers and all sorts of stuff. So part of uh, one of my goals, like overarching is maybe one day having a competitor of, of design by humans. Sure. I, I, I love what they do. I'm not, you know, I would love just to take a crack at it because what would you I, do better? Uh, what would I do better? Yeah, um, what are their market vulnerabilities? What would you do better than them? Uh, I've looked through some of their catalogs and um, I love I love some of their people's work, but a lot of it is it's kind of getting close to copyright because it's just they take I've noticed some pictures they've just slapped on some Photoshop and like some layers. And it's it's a, it's a little sketchy. Um, that's just by me. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else. People sees don't that. care. What are you gonna yeah. do better than them? What am I gonna do? What better? are you gonna do better than them? Like, if you want to be, a, I'm 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 trying to give you really practical advice right now. Yeah, uh, if you want to be a competitor, you need to pick something. You need to analyze a business and essentially reverse engineer how to put them out of business. Um, because that's how you, I like that identifying market vulnerabilities. Okay. That big companies have and realizing your strength as a small business. I mean, if that's your, if that, if that is your ultimate goal, then this is something you need to be doing and putting time into. Um, that's why we started our coffee company. (laughs) Yeah. Because we noticed, uh, a massive vulnerability in a lot of other companies that were producing coffee at scale. Um, and going direct to consumer and uh, certain products that were underrepresented. So that's why we got involved with that. Uh, you know, printing merch is an incredibly competitive business and there's a lot of people out there doing it. So you need to be really tuned into, you know, this is what's going on in the space right now. This is what people are asking for. Uh, yeah. Like my gut feeling is like if you really wanted to get things off the ground, you need to be prepared to eat a lot of cost up front and and prove yourself as you know the best option for printing uh because to me like it would take a lot to get me to go away from design by humans like you'd basically have to say i'll give you 100 percent of your profits for for a full year if you sign on with me or something like it would have to be a big a big ask like that um to get and that's and that's to get me to move around so that's you know that's my personal perspective and what it would take to get me to move around um 
And that's completely reasonable because they're very large and very trusted with a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, for sure. So so if that's your goal, that's what I would recommend. Um, okay. Why did you want to start with what the Twitch streamers want? Because it's kind of my dream job to work alongside Twitch streamers. I, I've tried streaming in the past. It's not my thing. I okay. fully recognize that. Uh, but I love what Twitch streamers do. And I love the content they put out. And I would love to work alongside them and do branding, merch, emotes, anything they need. I, I love uh, Twitch as a content sure i so is it the live format or twitch in particular it's the live format and the people i've seen on twitch sure uh, just like twitch has done some incredible things and it's awe-inspiring like you with guardian con it it's amazing i <laughs> thank you sorry no it's um, fine no it's okay it's, thank you um i i just i feel like i want to be able to give back a little um, mm-hmm. work work along with them yeah it, it's an incredible journey for people so i have two i have two thoughts for you because it sounds yeah. like you're much more passionate about providing whatever sort of value a live streamer might need than you are yeah. about printing merch for now based off for of <laughs> based off of your tone of voice it's cool that you have that skill set and it might end up being awesome later but i think one of the things that a, a lot of people do is they say i'm really good at this i'm gonna fucking force it to work uh, and that's a horrible mindset uh, because just because you're the best at that or that's what you're most skilled in currently doesn't mean it's what's going to make your career. And it also doesn't mean that it's going to be continuously valuable. I think that circling back around to merch is probably smarter, yeah. but uh, we're, I, <sighs> the more immediate needs of every broadcaster are overlays, designs, branding, um, emotes, like all of that stuff. Like if you know how to uh, spin up a strong brand for somebody, you have everything a streamer wants or okay. any content creator for that, for that matter. Strong branding is something that everybody needs and it is a skill that a lot of designers lack. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that focusing on that uh, and then a lot of the I mean, a lot of the usual advice I give, especially if you're in graphic design, is if you're trying to build it, if you're trying to build a relationship with a broadcaster and you want to work with them, give them work for free up front. And I this I know that this makes the design community fucking furious because there is this <laughs> emotional mindset behind like I I, I graduated from college and I, I I'm a professional designer now and I deserve to get fucking paid and blah, blah, blah. And I do. I agree that you deserve to get fucking paid. I agree. But like you don't get paid up front. You have to prove that you're valuable to this person before they're going to give you money. I know because I used to pay people before they proved their value to me. And every single fucking time I did that, I regretted it massively. Hmm, Uh, So I will never, ever pay anyone who hasn't proved their value to me up front ever again and that has a lot of different that's there's a lot of different methods to that if you've got a strong portfolio and proof of concept yeah i'm down like let's like let's get together and work 
But if I don't know you and you don't have a portfolio and you're just saying, give me $2,000 to do your brand redesign, I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Um, yep. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I recommend, you know, it sounds like you might have a portfolio, so that's great. Get that together. Get ready to distribute that, all that stuff. But if yep. you don't uh, start targeting broadcasters that you want to work with. Um, all right is is key so finding broadcasters that are either up or coming or that you want to work with uh and then just saying hey i made a logo for you what do you think just draft up a logo and seeing what they think of it hey i made a logo what did you think hey i made you a shirt what do you think hey i made you an alert what do you think hey i made you an email what do you think okay anything whatever sparks your creative interest um you know, that's uh, that's your most. I mean, if you've got it like that, like if you're a skilled designer, you should not be afraid to do something for somebody for for free. No. And if you're fucking if you're God's gift and this is this is less to you and more to anyone who's listening, that's a graphic designer. OK, if you're yeah. God's gift to the fucking Internet and you don't think that one piece of work will generate a lifetime of income with the client because you, you you're scared, you're a fucking bitch. And you need to step the fuck up and believe in your own shit. Like I, I am, uh, I have seen so many people just say like, no, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Show me what you've got. Because if you're that good, one piece of work shouldn't matter that much to you. Yeah. Uh, the exposure will carry you. It's not about exposure. This isn't an exposure play. This isn't a, I did a logo for you and now you're going to use it everywhere and then everyone's going to whatever. This is one-to-one marketing between you and the streamer you're sending that design to. You're saying, I made this for you. What do you think? And they'll give you feedback. And that feedback is the value exchange for you. If they say, I love it, it's perfect. Sweet. You know that you did a great branding design for them. And then you can follow up with, I'd like to do more work for you. Let's talk. And then they'll say what they need. And then you'll and then you can do a mock up for them. And you do that a few times. You do that a few times for free, because let me tell you something. If you design. If you design a a full syst a full overlay shit for free uh, <laughs> or a full brand design for free, guess what? The next time that person needs a change done, they need to incorporate all the branding that you've already done for them. And now they have to pay. That's uh, that's very true. Hmm. Yeah, that is. I'm literally telling you how Twas got money out of me to do all my design work. And now I have him on retainer. I pay him a monthly fee for all of my design stuff. Oh, seeing, yeah. seeing Twas's work. I, I am such a big fan. Yeah. So. so that's so that I mean, that's that's where it is. You know, if. If you if you are so if you're a graphic designer and you are so proud of your work uh, and this is to anyone listening, please go out there and use that as your that's your leverage. Like it's so it's so much easier, um, you know, to go out there with whatever your leverage is than trying to like argue on some existential level why your design philosophy is better than someone else. And I feel like everybody spends time doing that. Nobody spends time designing and any designer that I've met in my, my five years of making content 
that actually goes out there and gives people work up front gets hired. And now they're all doing it full time. Everybody that was debating philosophical or who wanted money up front. I don't even know where they are anymore. So please provide your value up front um, okay. and and wait the extra six months to a year before you start monetizing those relationships. And that and it could accelerate faster than that. It really could move faster than that. Um, if, they, if they like your work enough. Absolutely. I mean, it depends on the tar- like I don't I don't redesign my shit that often. OK. There are other broadcasters like uh, we'll use Co Carnage. He has a different overlay for every fucking game that he streams. So the volume of work is going to vary drastically based off of who you're working with. Every client's going to be different. Uh, You know, so you you don't know. Like Co has a designer on retainer that he pays a full time salary to to make sure that he always has everything that he wants. Um. So it it just it depends, man. You have to sort of make your own luck with that. But I think it's incredibly important to go out there and 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 show people that you you actually got it and that you're not talking shit. Because you know every kitty with a fucking Photoshop says I'm a graphic designer now. Just like everybody who's yeah. got a uh, everybody who's got a console is a broadcaster now, and I'm not disparaging those people not at all in all practical reference it's true they are they 100 percent hit the button and they are streaming and broadcasting uh every every day or every other day and that is 100 percent something they are doing but there's a difference between just doing it and doing it well and that's where you need to prove your value is you need to prove that you can do it well okay yeah because that's where I'm trying to separate myself is I want to make sure that people see my work and they can go, wow, I would like to work with this person. Yeah. And but put my portfolio out there so people can skim through it and judge for themselves if they want to work with. How current's your portfolio? Um, with school, it's been a little rough. Um, I haven't been able to work on much. Um, I I do plan on uh, this semester, they're giving us a lot of time to work on our portfolio. So I plan to bolster that really quickly. Um, I want to basically uh, have it be ready within a few months. I, yeah. I want to I want to jam out stuff and I want to start reaching out really quickly. Sure. Um, I would <laughs> I would uh, I'd, I'd ask you why you don't have time to do that now, but um like so, do you spend an hour watching game of thrones every night like be real no okay no, I, I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just letting you know i'm just letting you know that if you can find time that you're wasting every day you can devote that to growing your brand right now you don't have to wait for school to be done that's all yeah i waste I exactly 30 minutes every of my day every day probably that's my, the most wasted time that i have is me sitting on the toilet taking a shit Okay. But now I use uh I use a uh, Spark Post and I'm usually designing shit for Instagram while I'm taking a shit. So, I've pretty much nailed down my whole day. I'm always doing something <laughs> to uh add value to the people who participate in any one of my communities. Um so the last thing the last thing I wanted to bring up was uh okay. 
if you're incredibly passionate about working with content creators, I, I get that. Um, yeah. And that's huge. Uh, and you should definitely follow your passion. But, uh, you know, always be open to approaching every yeah. avenue, you know. Uh, there are lots of small businesses that need design work. There's lots of big corporations that need design work. There's lot. Everyone needs design work. Um, yeah. I think that I think that the idea of working with content creators is smarter to get off the ground faster because the the connection is closer. Um, but <clears throat> always keep your ear open. Of course. Mm-hmm. Part of our education is we have to we're doing we do this thing called the practicum so our school sends us off somewhere to work for a company for a week and if they like us enough they hire us mm-hmm. well, that's pretty so, cool uh yeah it's it's i i love my education greatest thing i've done for myself i'm glad i mean i'm glad that you feel like your education is valuable that's, that's good thank you yeah so you got any uh got any follow-ups um my dad my guy my guy um other other than this has been really valuable um i i want to say twas if you're listening i love your work um and it was an it was honestly awesome to have uh, to be on the podcast oh well, i mean the world, there's no podcast if nobody wants to ask questions all right. Well, uh, before you go, tell everybody where they can find you. All right. Um, so you can find me at uh, BVD Studios on Twitter. Um, that's my main studio. That's my design Twitter. If you want to ever get in touch with me there, uh, that's the place I will be responding to. All right. So BVD at BVD. Yeah. Designs. Uh, studios. At- so. Oh yeah, say it one more time because I missed okay. it. Okay, at uh, capital B V D B V V as in Vaughn. Yes. All right. V as in Vaughn. Yes. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, man. All right. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure that uh, that our our uh, hidden our uh, our logger for everybody's stuff gets your information in there. And yeah, thank you very much, okay. dude. You have a good day. That's awesome. Thanks. You too. <laughs> Bye, my guy. Oh, man. Designers are... De- I feel like this is a theme. <laughs> I feel like this is a theme. Bravo Victor Delta Studios. Um, I feel like this is a theme that has been coming up in my DMs on, on Instagram a lot as well as like there are a lot of designers out there and, and just nobody wants to nobody wants to go out there and just distribute your work for free. Like I which it <clears throat> please, if you're a designer, get the fuck over that. Like it's an obnoxious mindset that holds you back. Um it's as obnoxious as a broadcaster turning on their stream for the first time. And saying, uh, yeah, sorry, my chat's in sub-only mode because my content's that good. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you no one, you have to prove it first. You have to prove it first. And please don't be afraid to prove it. Don't get romantic about the level of value that your design work has. Um, 
please just go out there and get your design work in people's hands. Because you can't sell anything to anybody ever if they don't give a fuck about what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> it's so, so important. Um, let's grab this guy. TJ. TJ. Professor Broman. Oh, my God. You're really loud. Give me a second. Sorry, dude. No, it's all good. What's up, TJ? Dude, how are you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful. Dude, I... Well, okay. Thanks for choosing me. Wow. Feel like I'm... Feel like a real special human at the moment. (laughs) Don't worry about it, man. It's anytime. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Listen, man. Hey, first of all, thanks for doing this show, dude. I've been listening uh, since the beginnings. And man, you said it best on the Lupo show. And you said, uh, you know, you're the only person doing this, man. And... uh, Oh, (laughs) Thanks. It's like a resource, dude. We need it. We need it. Thanks. Please tell everybody that you know about it and make them all subscribe. <laughs> I I will make them. I Good. will violently. Good. Yeah, like steal their necessary. phone and shit. Do it. Yep. We'll do it. Okay. Including my mom. So Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> so uh, I have a couple questions for you. I'm going to kind of go all over the place if that's all right. Yeah. You can ask whatever you want. Awesome. So first of all, um, I wanted to ask a couple of technical questions about streaming. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so I stream from both Xbox and PlayStation, depending on what I'm doing. Okay. And I have found that getting voice from a party on PlayStation is just a nightmare compared to the Xbox settings. And I wanted to know if you had any advice for being able to have people hear the members of my, you know, given team on stream and in my headset while I'm using the PlayStation 4 to, to do a stream. Gotcha. And you want some advice on that? Yeah, because like right now, here's... Stop here's fucking the, here's... using PlayStation Voice. Yeah, okay. Yep, that sounds like a good plan. Um, there, there, is, there is no good solution. There is no simple solution. It is, it is all a fucking headache. And even if you get it working, the audio quality sounds like diarrhea trash and people will hate you because it's going to hurt their ears. Uh, nice. <laughs> use Discord. Nice. Use Discord. Okay. Use uh, Twitch as a voice app. Use any of the apps. Like any voice okay. app that you can um, is better than whatever sort of native native audio codec exists on Xbox or PlayStation. Um, okay. Until Xbox or PlayStation smartens the fuck up and buys a company like Discord. And uses that as the backend integration for all of their voice stuff. Uh, you're never going to have a simple way to capture coming off the thing. Like it, it's, it used to involve like splitting your audio and using like a using like a preamp that comes like a specially designed preamp that works just for consoles. Do you have a headache yet? Like it's really, yeah. <laughs> like it's really annoying. Yeah. So I would just recommend that that you start getting everybody on your team onto. Uh, onto voice on a different platform. Okay. All right. Well, that's... Uh, and if you anyone's know. like, I can't say bullshit, you have a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> just say bullshit, <laughs> just you have a cell phone. Dude. Wait, first of all. Okay, we need to also align on how incredible Gary V is, dude. Because... Oh, yeah. Man, He's great. Guy. He's I the reason why we're doing this him. podcast. Why is the reason why I do this podcast? Incredible. It's because he was like, I don't know, you're a content too. creator, you should do a podcast. I don't know, do Q&A. So I started doing this literally <laughs> fucking literally that was he. Yep. Like two months ago, that was man. advice that he gave to people at the YouTube creator summit. And I was like, okay, cool. 
That is so dope, man. That's so dope. I would have loved to have uh, met him. I don't know if you met him. In I haven't met not, him. But... No, that was just something okay. I listened to. Yeah, something you listened to. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Well, either way, sometimes. Yeah, because I don't listen to people give me advice and then not actually fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I plan to do with all the advice. Yeah, I'm yeah, giving yeah. Here, no, that's. So I mean, here's the here's stuff. the thing, and and this is a side note, but a lot of people. I know if you're listening to this right now, you're probably thinking like, oh, this is he's just giving this advice to everyone. And 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 then just, you know, like and then so it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter anymore. And and then it, listen, 99 percent of people do not take advice and turn it into action. Like if I could tell you the number of times I've given people the exact same advice about broadcasting compared to the number of people who actually started listening to the advice about streaming uh, you'd be I mean it, it's insane I, I think I can honestly think about five people who really listened to everything I had to say in the perspective of my you know myself and my managers and and everything like because when I'm giving advice it's not just my perspective it's it's the perspective of everyone who represents me as well uh because I like to amalgamate knowledge I like to take it and turn it into something I, I'm very I don't have a lot of ego when it comes to uh, it. It has to be my idea. Like, I don't give a shit. It just has to be good. And if I'm someone else's mouthpiece because I have more reach, I'm fine with that. But the amount of times I've told people, you want to be a successful broadcaster? Do these things. And if you're actually good at streaming, then you'll be successful. And people will do it for a week. And then they'll be like, this is hard. And they'll give up. So if you're listening right now. And you're like, that sounds like a good idea. Fucking do it. <laughs> do it. You will be so fucking surprised. Amazing. You will and be that's, so well, and that's you good. will be so fucking surprised if you do it and keep doing it. It will either reveal that you are shit at the thing, okay, which has a lot of value, or it will reveal that you're great at the thing. And honestly. Being shit at the thing is is even more valuable because if you're like me when I was growing up, you were paralyzed by options. You could do anything in the whole world that you wanted to. Right. Like I'm I'm not I'm not romantic about the idea of the fact that like I was born a white middle class male in mid America in the United States to a to parents that were well educated. Like I get that I started on life's 50 yard line. Um, and for people listening, you might be in that situation as well. And option paralysis is real. The best thing you can do when you have too much shit to do is try everything and start checking shit off your list. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That was like a side tangent that I felt like was incredibly important since you brought it up. I did. (laughs) I did bring it up. It's my fault, but it was so worth it. Good. Uh, Okay, so listen, you make me laugh every time you do the screen is now full of bromance face move. Gotcha. Okay, is that just a separate scene? That's all you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, it's a scene on my scene. stream okay. deck. You just okay. you just hit all a button right. and then it zooms in to my full Easy. face. Yeah. Easy. All right, confirmed. Thank you. Um, all right, so it's a couple of qualitative questions. We've passed the technical. That was all I had. Not too hard. Cool. All right. Not easy. I, I could talk to you about a uh, voice banana for like four hours, but I'm not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, please don't. Um, <laughs> I, I don't understand it and I desperately need help, but you I need to listen. Okay. No. If you guys don't know voice, voice meter banana is an audio question. Read articles about audio engineering. 
That's okay. what you need to do. Okay. That is the complete answer to that question. I took right. it. I, I mean, I can answer questions about audio now because I spent 40 hours learning about it. Gross. Probably closer to 100 after I got the Turtle Beach mic deal because that thing needed some fucking work. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I had to learn. You just, like audio, is, there's a reason you can get a degree in audio design, and that's because audio is hard. Yeah. You know, so uh, there is no quick fix. There's no simple answer. You just you need to learn about frequencies. You need to learn about compression. You need to learn about treatments. You need to learn about vocal quality, mic distance. You just need to know that it needs to be part of your toolkit. Okay. So read it to the list. More stuff, more learning, more edumacations. All right. Um, Okay. So, so here's, here's, I've built my channel on positivity. I think that you can align with that wanting to be encouraging to people that are struggling and give everybody who views kind of just a little brief escape from whatever bullshit happens to be going on in their real life. Gotcha. Right. And um, one of the things that I'm struggling with and that I want your perspective on is that sometimes I get into a situation where I have someone who's uh, uh, struggling uh, extensively, maybe more than, than others. Okay. And they are, are crying for help in that they are very vocal about their struggles and about their woes and trials and, 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 and the way that the, the world has beaten them down. And, you know, and, and I don't obviously can't judge how much of that is, is real and how much of it is, is, is sure. dramatized. It's better to treat but, it all as if it's true. Right. And that's, that's been that's my policy kind of since day doing. one. But the, the question I have is, is that, you know, what I notice is that, you know, no matter the, the amount of times we come through and say, you know, the chat supports you, we support you, be here, you know, escape, kind of enjoy yourself, just, you know, don't even think about it, engage. The more it goes on and on, I can tell that it brings the chat and the, the stream mood mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. depending on how loud that that voice is. Sure. And and I want to, to make sure that I'm I'm not disregarding those those outcries because I know that that takes a lot for somebody struggling to really come out forth and, and, sure. and try to engage. But at the same time, you know, I have a, 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 a set number of other people that are there to kind of experience the more upbeat, let's mm-hmm. keep it going kind yeah. of vibe. So what would you do with somebody like that? Do you, I mean, I don't want to like, I'm not going to mute them. I'm not going to ban them, but I don't want to ignore them either. I'm just, I'm torn. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um, that's a hard one. Um, that is a that is a hard one. Yeah, but yep. I'll give you I'll give you my perspective on that. I've dealt with it a I would lot. Love that. Um, I've dealt with that a lot, and okay. you just got to tell them to go get help. Okay, that's what you have to do. Uh, okay. I I would say it over and over again. I'd say it in private. You know, I would say it in public <laughs> when it's yeah. reasonable, but they need to go get help. You know, they can't come into your chat and treat you like a therapist yeah. uh, because that's not your goal. Your goal isn't to boot up your stream and have therapy hour for one person who's watching. Yeah. Um, and that's not heartless. That's just true. Um, you know, people don't. And and that might lose you a viewer. OK. Yeah. But to you, long term, that viewer isn't like that for your channel's growth. It's not worth it. And what you need to realize is that you need to do right by them. And if they're actually hurting that bad 
and they're actually depressed and all that shit's happening to them, you need to put them in a place where they can succeed and get out of that. And that is not your chat room. Okay. Uh, okay. And it's uncomfortable because it involves conflict around someone's emotions. And super, I get that. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I really do. Uh, and you just need to say, I like, I mean, it's, 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 I realize, trust, and believe everything that you're telling me. And because of this, um, uh, because of this, you need to get actual help. I can't help you. The people in my chat room can't help you. A doctor can, or your family members can, or your friends can, you know, uh, I've, I can't tell you how many, I can't tell you how many people, uh, have come into my channel and said, uh, I can't, I can't tell you how many people have come into my channel and, and said like, you know, bro, man, I'm really thinking about hurting myself, blah, 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 especially when I was getting started. Um, because when your channel's really small, it has a very intimate feeling. And for yeah. some people that might be the first time they've had it, they've been in an intimate open setting ever, honestly, um, sure. in their life. And so they're going to open up about things. That's one of the magic, like the magical qualities about Twitch and live content and smaller channels um, is that people get comfortable like that. But you need to have the fortitude to say to them, listen, you need to go get help. So my advice is to tell them to go get help. Okay. That's your responsibility. Okay. It's a bold move, Cotton. We'll see how it plays out. <laughs> it's not going to go well. I'm not going to fucking yeah. lie to you. It won't go well. I've never had it go well. Not once. Okay. But it is. Right. It is. <laughs> I'm not going to bullshit you. Uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate that. It's I would not, not. not going to go well, but it's the right thing to do. Um, okay. Because the last thing, like thinking long term, the last thing you want is is somebody else's damage, um, you know, on your mind. Because if you if you try to tank this, if you try and say, like, I'll, I'll take all of your emotional negativity and I'll make it better, I'll make it better. You're not a trained professional. Shit could go bad. You could say something after they've confided in you way more than they should have. And then they could end up hurting themselves or someone else. And that's not something that you want to carry with you. You need Absolutely to not. as much as this is about protecting them. It's about protecting yourself as well. So it is it is worth it in every possible scenario to just. Have the uncomfortable conversation that you know <laughs> is going to go bad and get them the help that they need because that's the sort of self-sacrificing leadership that you need to have to run an effective community. Okay. All right. Well, you know, that's, uh, that is that is very good advice. And, uh, you know, it is not uh, easy advice, but that's often the best kind. So uh, thank you for that. That's going to help me with this situation sorry it, it wasn't a sorry it wasn't a happy answer <laughs> in that okay. particular situation okay. but see that's why i put it in the middle so that we don't have to you know conclude on a <laughs> he's making so. a happy sandwich all, all right, right what's, what you it got next great. what you got next all right TJ? now we got here we go so um right along the same lines i you know i consider myself i guess a variety streamer if i don't even really know what that means i play whatever game i want to play does that yeah that's yeah. variety sure okay yeah. so so yeah, so we're playing a bunch of games, and um, someone kind of one-off suggested to me one time that what I should do is if I'm gonna, you know, kind of come back to the same games every now and then, 
uh, I should I should put them on a specific day and time so that my 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 content is more predictable. And and I don't does know that work for you. That does that advice. work for you and the way that you process stuff? Well, it could. I'm not necessarily opposed to it. The issue that I have with it is I feel like at that point, if the people that are going to be into the channel, I don't want people to start coming for necessarily the game. I want them to come for the the experience. Yeah, and that person's a fucking dipshit. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, honestly, like, are they right? If you were to schedule it out and say this time always, cool. In the short term, that might provide a lot of like success for you. But in the long term, when you decide eventually, because it'll happen, okay, yeah, that you don't want to play that game anymore on that day, you just opened up a can of worms. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Two years from now, when you want to play something different on that day, eh, where is this game? You fucking abandoned us. Fucking kill yourself. And I'm speaking from experience. Ooh. I'm speaking <laughs> from experience twice. About. Ouch. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, so that person, that person has, uh, like, I mean, they are giving you really wonderful short-sighted advice. Um, but as someone who's lived through transitioning my content out of a really solid schedule where everybody knew what they were going to get every single day, um, uh, into sort of doing whatever I want, uh, it's not worth it. It's not the, okay. the short-term gains are not worth it. And it will provide you with a much larger problem in a year or two if your channel becomes incredibly successful. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Good advice. That's actually that's the direction I was leaning anyway. So I, I, yeah, feel I could very tell. I could tell by the way you were hedging that person's question. You didn't. You didn't fucking like the question. I could tell. I didn't. I didn't like it. I yeah. don't. I don't like it. It's, it's, it's icky. Gross. All right. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so now here we go. Uh, tips for uh, managing marriage, quality oh, time. Jesus, okay. And my my channel building. Now, okay, I I'm not full time. It's a work life balance. All right, it's gotcha. a work life balance. I get home, I stream about five nights a week for gotcha. three hours. Three it's a hour, regular okay, schedule. So get, I have cool. I, I took that step. I built myself an established schedule. I stick to it. I'm proud of it. You should be. Um, however, there's there are those conversations. That come up when, uh, you know, I, I'm talking to my wife. Now, my wife, she she gets it and she doesn't get it. She gets it because she works in game design. She works for a game studio. Okay. Um, so she understands it. She, she The gaming is not the issue. It's maybe that right now there is a disproportionate amount of time I spend with my internet friends. Sure. That I'm opting to not spend with her. And what I want to know is... While right now we sort of have an ebb and a flow and a balance, I kind of want to know in, in a time where, uh, you know, it's not my job, I don't feel compelled, but I do enjoy it. It's where my passion is. I'm, I'm living my dream doing the streaming, living it. Sure. What did you and Amy do to kind of mitigate how you balanced out? Okay, maybe we're not spending equal amounts of physical time together, but we're really making the most of the time we do have. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Well, let me tell you a story. Okay. <laughs> um, Amy and I were not together when I started broadcasting. Okay. Um, I, in fact, was, uh, with another woman who is my ex-wife. Okay. Um, yes. And, uh, we talked about this on podcast before, uh, but I'm more than happy to, to tread the grounds again. Uh, 
that entire relationship was better around, built around, uh, you know, my, my previous relationship was built around the idea that we would support each other. So I was, I was with, uh, my ex for almost a decade, you know, uh, we went through college together, uh, uh, and I, I worked full time through college to pay for us to go to college. I worked full time while she was in her master's degree so she could finish her master's degree. Uh, and then I started streaming. OK. okay. Uh, and it was going really well. I had a schedule similar to yours where it was okay. uh, sort of the off hours of my work. Uh, I would stream when she was at work. Uh, we both had shift work, so it worked out just fine. Um, and then uh, she finished her degree. She got a full-time job that paid more than both of us were making together combined. And my channel was going really well. I was averaging around like 50 to 100 concurrent viewers. And I had 2,000 followers. And I was like, you know what? Uh, Twitch seems like it's an underrepresented platform right now. It seems to have a lot of room for growth. So I'd like to take six months, see if I can't get partnered, and replace my measly income, which was, of course, minimum wage, uh, with money I would make streaming video games on the internet. So my goal for success in this situation was to make to $1,250 a month. That was it. That's how much money okay. I was making. All right. Sure. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, hear you. I feel you. Not a you living wage, not but so it was similar, bro, man. but it was what I was living off of. And, uh, the amount of time that I had to dedicate to trying to grow my stream after he made the move to go full time, uh, destroyed our relationship because she wasn't really in on that. Uh, okay. And, you know, I, I look back on it and I, I think often, like, could I have communicated more? Could I have whatever? And th- there were some other massive problems with that relationship. Uh, but what I learned is, is if you are in a healthy relationship, the thing that you have to do is you have to over communicate about your passion. Because if you if you don't talk about it, uh it just doesn't work out. So when I met Amy, I was really upfront. You know, this is what I do with my time. This is how much time I devote to this. You know, I, I wasn't like bludgeoning her with it, but it was obvious through my actions, like where my priorities were. Okay. Um, so I had a it's it's hard, man. I mean, like it's something that Amy and I work on every day. I'm not the best at it. There's definitely uh, there's definitely times when I uh maybe work a little bit too much or I don't know how to turn turn my brain off or things okay. like that. But, uh, you know, all of that comes with compassion and, and understanding. I think that you just have to communicate um, what you want and you have to communi- communicate your uh, your dreams <laughs> and, and why you want to keep doing it. And if she's saying you're spending too much time with your inter- internet friends or whatever, she might be right. Uh, but if you feel like it's something you have to do to make this dream succeed, you need to be able to tell her that you need to be able to say just that. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's about communicating. There's a lot of facets to it. There's no one simple answer, but the, the, the only baseline truth is you have to just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk until you understand one another. Okay. Okay. I mean, I've been very very fortunate and that it's been not quite a year it'll be a year i've been streaming in february um but you know she has been it was her idea for me to start she's been very supportive throughout the whole process but i think that i took this passion i have and ran with it in unexpected ways sure and you know now that it's becoming a more prevalent part of my life i am having to really you know like you said you have to reorient you have to you have to set the compass and compass in a new direction yeah 
So, okay, so really over communication and taking, you know, time to say things that I maybe don't think I have to, but should for the sake of nobody knows what you're thinking. Yeah, nobody knows what you're thinking. The the only time this is and this is a a very big credit to my wife. Uh, The only time Amy and I ever fight is when I think she should have known something, but I never said it to her. (laughs) because she is she is a fantastic communicator and she is always telling me how she's feeling and i don't okay um you know so yeah okay just talk just talking it out (laughs) talking it out making things happen i like it i like it a lot okay gosh that was everything i had written down do you Uh, i mean i'll give you one more follow-up how about that Okay. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> well, okay. So, because I've been listening for so long, I keep writing down new questions because they always get answered. Yeah. By everybody else. So I'm not alone, which is nice. It's very, you know, reassuring to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I, for the Christmas holiday, I received a bunch of stream gear. I'm very excited. I've been setting it all up and making everything happen. I'm very excited about it. And, um, I am curious, uh, with the stream deck, you mentioned that earlier on our little chat here, and uh-huh. I'm glad you did, because I want to know, uh, what are your favorite things to program into that? And like, what's the way to make the most use of that neat little, little figure of a device? The best way to, the best way to use the stream deck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we covered it, uh, we actually covered the stream deck pretty extensively in the last podcast that we did. Um, the loop so I don't, one? I don't know. Yeah, the most, no, the episode 26 like literally Ooh, 26. the one right before this see. Yeah. i'm on lupo on my car ride to work this morning i haven't uh, got no that's fine yet. so all right listen, if it's there listen, forget it if it's no there, listen don't worry listen, about it. listen to that but the brief summary is <clears throat> automate all your scenes automate all your graphics automate all of your overlays okay all right but okay. you know the longer answer to that is in episode 26 got it <laughs> got it i'm okay i'm so sorry everybody no, in no. chat was like groaning they're like no not again no not again. Yeah, I have to yeah. get there. Chad, I apologize. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. All right, 26. Got it. Uh, okay, so, Broman, if the stars align in a perfect world full of unicorns and rainbows and daisies, if the next time you are taking uh, just a really relieving, wonderful shit and you uh-huh. happen to see my channel go live, uh-huh. I would love a critique from you. Sure. Um, <laughs> because so- I value your experience. And I do value feedback from people who are doing it better than I am. And I would love it if you would tell me uh, in that instance ways to be better, be a better version of myself. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and I, don't uh, tell me you come in. Just lurk. Because I've, I don't want yeah, to know if I've got time. I'll ch- I don't ever announce myself if I'm going to watch someone. No. People people act weird. Yeah, that's weird. I wouldn't uh, want that. No, I would, I would be weird. I'd probably so, pee. So uh, I think we had great conversations. Can you tell everybody where to find you? Absolutely. Yeah. I can tell people where to find me. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at uh, Big Daddy Teej. That's T-E-E-J. T-E-E-J. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at B-D-Teej. B-D-Teej. And gotcha. on YouTube, Big Daddy Teej. Fantastic. Solid branding across all platforms. I, I try to keep it consistent. <laughs> Big Daddy Teej. That's right. T E E J. That's right. Fantastic, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on and, and asking some some great questions that <laughs> sparked a lot of really good discussion. That's good. I yeah, appreciate I really appreciate you, the advice, man. You're awesome. Keep doing it, man. I'll be back. 
You'll be back. Oh, yeah, you will. You ain't fucking me back. All right. I'll, I'll talk back. to you later, man. <laughs> See you, man. What a cool guy. We got to talk about fucking. Wow. We hit everything. Um, Hit everything, man. That was insane. That was ironic as fuck. Yeah, I realized that this is just something I want to point out from the live atmosphere of this. Uh, everybody felt like Tej sounded like Deej. And then like on an audio format, he thought they sounded they thought he sounded just like Deej, the community manager at Bungie. And uh, and then his name is just one letter off. So everybody is uh, freaking the fuck out and they think it's hilarious. So I just thought I'd share that with you. Uh, let's grab one more today. This is Ventness. How you doing, Ventness? Hello. I bet that his audio situation is a little bit goofy balls. Hello. Hello. What's up, my guy? I'm doing great. How are you? Let me close the stream. Sure. No problem. Let me up my mic because I can't hear. There we go. That's better. How are you? I'm great. Great. So my question is, I'm planning on starting soon. How's my mic? Am I too loud? Yeah, you sound good. Okay, so my question is, I'm planning on streaming soon, like maybe in the next month or two. Where should I go? Because I remember you and Goth and Kevin were talking about which should it be Mixer which platform? because new. Yeah, which platform? Sure. Uh, Xbox. Xbox is for me, and that's easier because Mixer. But YouTube's got is the video is easier for vods, and then Twitch is Twitch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, it, I mean, it depends on the kind of content you're trying to make. Uh. If you're if you really want to make live content, that's your focus. I think that I'm I really feel like Facebook's about to start doing some incredibly interesting stuff in the gaming space. I think I feel like (laughs) based off of some things that I've heard around town uh, that they have been positioning themselves to start pushing uh, Facebook live a lot harder uh, based Mm. off of that. And then the fact that we've had a couple people start streaming from this podcast and go on over to Facebook and they've seen some pretty incredible success uh, for live content. I feel like live gaming content uh, for Facebook live is a smart move. Um, You know, you're, you're placing a solid bet. (laughs) It is one of the biggest social media platforms on the entire planet. And they have a absolute vacuum of gaming content. Uh, Compared to, I mean, it's so under, it's so underutilized for gaming content that it's almost painful on YouTube. So live content, I reckon, I would definitely recommend, uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook is what I meant to say there. I think I said something different. It's okay. I understand what you meant. Yeah. So you would say probably. I lost you there at the, at the, at the, at the end. I would say probably what? Oh, no. I think we lost him. (laughs) I would say probably that you should 100% dedicate your live streaming time if you're a new creator to a new platform. Because that's where you're going to find the most success. You're going to find more success on Mixer or Facebook Live than you will probably ever find on Twitch. Because when you're riding the wave of the platform up you will, you know, your channel will just grow naturally as opposed to entering a saturated platform where you're a, you're in a combative environment where you have to prove your value 
uh, outstrips another person's so that, you know, the set amount of users in the user base have to decide to go watch you instead. Yeah, he completely disconnected from Discord. So that's that is unfortunate. Um, oh, no, he's uh, he's over here. Hey, Ventness, are you back? I am back. What happened? I don't know. I'm talking and then I just hear nothing. Oh, that was rough. Okay, I'm so I'm also on my tablet, so Yeah, sure. So what can I uh so yeah, finish your follow up there, man. So it would you would probably list it as Facebook and then Mixer, because since I'm I'd probably be streaming from Xbox first. If you're I streaming directly from Xbox, you you don't really have a choice. It's either Mixer or Twitch, so I would go with Mixer. Yeah. Okay. So Mixer and then once I get a full PC. Yeah, if you have a setup, setup yeah, and then I would start multi-streaming to Facebook Live at the same time that you're streaming on Mixer. Because that's what I was considering, too, because, like, I want to be everywhere. So it's yeah. like, do I want to... You get to be everywhere until all? you sign a contract. Because that's another question, actually, now that I think about it. Could I get a... If I did a Patreon, did I do I have to do a contract? Because then Patreon? I could be and not worry about it. If I set up a Patreon, because then I don't have to worry about it. Oh, you're talking about monetizing the back end of your content completely yourself. Um, yeah, so that I don't have to worry about being somewhere. I mean, it's certainly something you could try doing. Um, you know, I know that there's programs like GameWisp that make it similar to subscribe. I know that there's, uh, yeah, you can set up a Patreon and a tip jar and all that stuff. <sighs> I mean, it's worth a shot. I haven't seen anybody do it. You know, my gut would say that it would p- be possible to do that. Um, but there's a lot of there's I mean, there's you're I don't know, man. You could definitely do a, it if you feel like it's a good idea. I just don't know if I have considered this question enough to really give you a fair answer. Uh, my gut feeling is that trying to completely monetize all of your content yourself and then distribute your live content on every single platform at the same time to avoid uh, <clears throat> signing a contract isn't necessarily the best move uh, because that's what I figured. You're essentially saying that you're so goddamn phenomenal at streaming that people should pay you directly no matter what fucking platform you're on. And I think that the leverage uh, that the platforms can give you by cooperating with them outstrips that unless you are like God's fucking gift to streaming. Um, That's true. Quote but day, if God's you feel like you gift. are, I'm not trying to stop you. I'm just saying like, that's, that's the, that's um, the bet that you're making in that situation. I wouldn't be comfortable doing that. Neither. And neither am I, but it was just a question I thought yeah. of off the top of my head there. <laughs> that's a good one. It was a good question. <laughs> It's rare that someone asked me something I haven't considered before. I had not considered that. It's interesting. I'm going to think about it some more. Take your time. No, no, yeah, I mean, no, I'm I'm show. done answering you. I need to think about it more oh, later. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was it. I was just sitting here waiting to do some stuff at school, and I was like, you're on. Let's jump in and see if, what I can do. All right, man. Well, thank you, dude. Months. And uh, thank you for watching for such a long time. You've been a you've been a long time viewer for a long time. I've been around since Taken King. Yeah, you've been around for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, my dude. Well, I'm you have a wonderful wall. day, Ventness. Kick thank ass in you, school. You too. I will. All right, man. Probably not, but I will. <laughs> Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye bye.
All right, let's get one more. I feel like we got time for one more. Let's grab for the gym. Hello. For the gym. How are you? Oh, no. Jim will be sad if he is taking a piss right now and away from his computer. It's it really isn't it really is an interesting concept to to think about just presenting your your content on any platform like any platform and just saying if you want to support this content uh here's my Patreon link. I don't know if anyone has tried to completely decentralize the payment structure on their on their content like that yet. Part of me feels like it I don't I feel like it could work but it would just be so it would be it would it's such a huge risk. I mean the rewards unre- like unreal if you made it work. Oh, hi. Are you there now? I am. I didn't think I'd get back on. Hi, how are you? Hi. What what happened, my guy? Um, how are you today? So, as you see, I'm great. You've um, been on before, right, Jim? Yeah, I have been. How fucking dare you? No, what can I do I, for I you? I know. Um, I assumed I it was a quick you. follow-up and we don't have a lot of time, so yeah, what do I got I wanted for to you? thank you because uh, I've, re- I've got everything branded the right way, in my opinion. Uh, I got logos, designed overlay, and I've been listening to everything else, and I really think uh, everything you did and are doing for the community is amazing, and I really want to thank you for personally helping me with what I did and uh, taking care of the community as you see it. Thanks, man. So yeah, good job. I wanted to, I really want to thank you though. I got everything set up and I appreciate all. Oh, that. Uh, well, thanks man. Do you have a, do you have a question or did you just want to say thanks? Uh, yeah, I did have a question. Okay. But I also <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with either one. I was just uh, curious. <laughs> the one question I had is, so I work uh, retail uh, and the issue with that is that my schedule changes. Yes. Um, yes. This week. is a good now, question. Lots of people will like this question. Please continue. Now, I make my own schedule because of my position, um, so I have more leeway with it, but it still revolves on three days a week uh, being kind of random. Do you think it's better to not stream at all those three days, leave it up in the air, or do you think a revolving schedule is better? Anytime that you can be live, you should be live. Make a schedule, like a committed schedule that says, I will be here X, Y, and Z days if you can, and then you get to say, hey, guess what? Bonus stream. You know, you get to brand it as something special. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. Make sense? I get you. Yeah. The three games I play uh, mainly are Fortnite, WoW, and Destiny, of course. Um, and so I have to raid three nights a week. So those times are guaranteed. And then I have the same two days off every week. Uh, so those five times are set. The rest of it, know what your opinion was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should you should try and have as set a schedule as you possibly can. Um uh, you know, so if those three days are the days that you're always there on that on specific times, keep that schedule like it's like it's life or death and then stream any off hours you have during the other the other days of the week. Awesome, bro, man. Thanks. I appreciate it very much, man. Yeah, dude. Anytime. You have a great day, Jim. You too. And I'll see you down in Tampa Bay. All right, man. <laughs> Peace. Woo! All right, guys. What a good episode. Episode 27 in the books. Hella real talk today. Uh, Thank you all for for listening. If you're on any of the podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Anchor. Thank you very much for listening. If you could do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast, 
Uh, we do daily uploads, so you'll be able to get uh, even more value out of this than just these big, long episodes. And the other episodes are shorter, so you get to enjoy that shit, too. So please, please do me the favor and do that. Also, a quick note that I wanted to keep you informed. Uh, we at King's Coast are launching a new product on uh, January 8th. Okay. January 8th, we are launching K-Cups. It has been a long time coming. We are, uh, of course, a uh, very eco-friendly and uh, you know farmer-centric company. And so we've been spending the past three months finding the absolute best K-Cup manufacturer that we could uh, that have the only patents for residential recyclable K-Cups. And our goal with that is to present you with a better product for the same price. Um, and hopefully encourage the entire marketplace to change their habits. So that's where we're at with that. Um, and I just wanted to make you aware. So that'll be happening January 8th. If any of you ever want to tune in for Ask Bro Man, we do it live on Twitch Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Uh, sorry, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Twitch.tv slash Professor Broman. Uh, if you have a question for me that uh, you would like to ask and you can't make it for any of the times we do that, uh, my DMs are always open on Instagram. I'm at Professor Broman there, and I'll catch you there whenever you want. I respond all the time. Thank you so much for listening today, and I'll catch you all next time. Peace. <laughs>